Welcome to Slice of Life. Because a bite was not enough, you've listened to Brenda's Bites for years, and now Brenda is expanding her show to include lifestyle happenings from around the region. Now here's your host, Brenda Alacy. Well, good morning and welcome to the uh, Slice of Life edition prior to the Bills game today. I know everybody is abuzz about the game, including me. I am nervous but excited and can't wait for 1 o'clock to get here. It was funny because when it was announced that the game would be on early on Saturday, I'm thinking, oh, I wish we were in prime time later in the day. Uh-oh, I, I wish it would start in about uh, a half hour after this show, of course. So this is Slice of Life. We talk to people from all over the community, from all walks of life, and it's a pleasure to welcome Mary Jean Jakubowski to the show. Mary Jean is the Executive Director of the Buffalo and Erie County Public Libraries. Good morning, Mary Jean. Good morning, Brenda. Thank you so much for having me today, and absolutely go Bills! Yes, go Bills, and Happy New Year. I haven't seen you since last year, and uh, it is life in a pandemic, unfortunately, Mary Jean, and I am broadcasting from my kitchen table, which is another reflection of how our lives have changed at the radio station, and I'm so thankful for the technology that allows us to do this. Um, but life in a pandemic in a library has got to be a whole different experience for you and the uh, libraries that you oversee and your staff. Uh, is the library available to people during the pandemic? Well, I can tell you right now our libraries are open. Um, we do have a few uh, in our in our suburb, suburbs that are opening this next week. But our libraries are always open 24-7 with those virtual services. But yes. Uh, people should definitely check our website at www.buffalolib.org to see the open hours of the library. We also are offering something called walk-up and curbside services. We know that people are still hesitant to go into public locations. We totally appreciate that. So we wanted to uh, provide access to those thousands of materials that we have within our buildings. People can just give each of the libraries a quick call, set up a pickup time, and we will come out to either to your car or meet you at the door and give you the materials that you're looking for. Boy, what could be easier? I mean, I think of curbside service and food, but <laughs> how great to have uh, books and other, uh, the many array of uh, products that you offer at the library to come to your, your curbside uh, pickup, to come to yeah. your vehicle. You it's know, terrific. Absolutely. It's, it's something we implemented um, as soon as our libraries could uh, start to reopen. Um, we absolutely wanted to make those services available, recognizing that we are in a pandemic, and this is a very challenging time. But we also encourage people to come on into the libraries. Our libraries, as I said, are open, and people should definitely check our website for the hours of operations and the services that are being provided. Our computers are up and running. People can use those. People can come in, and they can browse shelves. People can come in, and they can grab what we call our wonderful make-and-take programs. Those are programs in a bag. You take those home, and you do them. Um, People can also come in and, um, you know, have a seat and, and read a newspaper or or read a book or do some research. You know, we are certainly welcoming people into the library. It's going to look a little bit different. Definitely, absolutely, everybody who walks through the door must wear a mask at all times, and it must be properly worn. We are social distancing, so you might see instead of a staff member 
um, helping you side by side, we're going to have a little bit of a distance between you, but we're here to help, and that is what is most important. So um, we also have plexiglass shields up. We are regularly cleaning surfaces as well as computer keyboards and those lovely computer mice. Um, our staff is poised uh, to constantly uh, be washing their hands as well as, uh, you know, using hand sanitizer, which we do have available throughout our buildings for the public to use as well. And the other thing that is very new and significant is we are not permitting the consumption of beverages or food in in our libraries at this time. That, again, is a protective measure that we're taking because in order to do those things, you got to take your mask down. And we definitely want people to uh, feel comfortable and safe while they're in our, our wonderfully um, accessible public building. So no food or beverage at this time. I always say that that's kind of the throwback, right, to 10 years ago when we right. didn't allow those things <laughs> in our building. Um, but I know that people certainly appreciate all of the, um, the safety measures that we have put in place. And that, of course, is um, it is for our staff, but also for our patrons that are coming in. We want people to feel welcome and comfortable to use our facilities. As you describe uh, everything that's available, Mary Jean, I can't help but think about it as literally a hands-on experience. And when you were talking, I'm thinking, well, what do you do about a computer mouse? Or what do you do about a book or a, a, a newspaper that's being picked up by somebody? But it sounds like you've got that all covered. You've uh, made allowances and, and uh, took uh, the appropriate precautions from day one, it sounds like. Well, How has it been? F- I'm sorry? I was just going to say, how has it been for your staff? Have they been reluctant to work, or has that not been an issue for you? So I am extremely proud of our staff. You know, our staff are, staff are public service individuals. They want to help. Um, we also, you know, have kept our virtual services active and going, virtual programming. So our staff is finding new and unique ways um, to able to be safe about providing those services. And, you know, Brenda, you did mention something which I think is important to bring up, and that's, you know, borrowing those materials. We are following a program that was set forth through an organization called OCLC that's a very uh, prevalent uh, name in the library institutional world. Um, it was uh, a study that was sponsored by the American Library Association. So we are following their study, and we are quarantining books. Now, I know that sounds kind of strange, but when a person borrows a book and it's returned, we quarantine that for a period of four days. Now, the item stays hmm. on a borrower's record, so it doesn't look like it's discharged, but let me assure people, there are no fines or fees associated um, with it. As long as you're bringing that book back on time, it doesn't matter if you bring it back on the day it's due. You will not accumulate fines while that book is in quarantine. And that, again, is that is upper level of uh, protective measure that we've got in place because there is there continues to be so many unknowns with regard to the coronavirus. Isn't that the truth, Mary Jean? And, and you hear about these frightening stories about uh, how there's uh, mutant uh, types of the vi- uh, virus, how there are different types that may not be uh, like the original one that we've talked about so much and different versions from the UK and other parts of the world. It's such an unknown thing. And yet it's so nice to have the library to have some degree of normalcy, that you're there, that you can go in, that you can you know find 
thousands of pieces of material, whether it's in video form or books or newspapers or any other type of form. Um, are all of the libraries in the system open, and how many are in the uh, Buffalo and Erie County system? So we have 37 libraries throughout the Buffalo and Erie County public library system. Um, each of our libraries has created something called a microcluster plan. And so we're following on, on a daily basis. Um, we are following the, you know, the governor's press conferences. We're following, uh, you know, press conferences by the county executive. And we've worked with the Department of Health to develop a metric which uh, helps lend to whether or not our libraries are open or not open. And all the three of the 37 Seven libraries will be open as of Monday. Um, the others, those three that are not yet open, they are offering that curbside walk-up service. They're in those high areas, those high uh, statistical areas of, of COVID. Um, and so for an additional protective measure, they're not letting people into their buildings as of yet. But that we know that that's going to change because we trust our community. People are wearing their masks. We truly believe uh, and have the hope of all hopes that those numbers are going to start to go down. And as I said, they may not have their doors open, but their virtual services are there. And that's just three libraries. Um, and they also have uh, the, that curbside walk-up. So what is best is for everyone to check our website for those open hours. Absolutely. And it's buffalolib.org. It is buffalolib.org, and you can link to the hours link right off of our homepage. There's an open today button, so you can, you can go in and you click on that, and it'll show you the open hours of all of the libraries uh, and what those libraries are. And, you know, something else I'm so proud of, Brenda, is the fact that our staff, uh, our trustees, our library administration, we have been, what I, and I always laugh when I say this word um, because of an old friend's, you know, um, television uh, session, and I use the word pivot. We are constantly <laughs> pivoting to be able to provide services to our communities. We feel that that is extremely important. And just because a pandemic's here doesn't mean those library needs are not continuing. In fact, we've seen a rapid increase, particularly in those downloadable resources, those books, those e-books. I know you and I have talked about, um, you know, e-books and e-audiobooks and that downloadable music. Well, we've seen a significant spike in that usage. So our staff has made a tremendous pivot. Our collection development folks have rapidly been increasing the size of those collections uh, over the course of, of these challenging times. And we're going to continue to do that. We're also working with schools. We've created a digital library card, so you don't even need to come into a library to get a library card. Students can get something called a student digital library card. They don't need to come into a library, but they have access to all of those wonderful online resources that you and I have talked about so many times. That is fantastic, Mary Jean, because, you know, you bring up so many interesting topics. I could talk to you for a couple of hours. First of all, as you were describing your pivot, how true, because look at how much time we're spending at home. You know, thank goodness for things like uh, series and shows that perhaps you didn't see when they first started, like Friends, that would be a good one, because there's multiple seasons and you can binge watch. So you've got that. But also, as you said, about books, and we're all stuck at home now. So to have access to something for free is just remarkable. And then you touched upon uh, 
the students who are living a very different life right now. All of these kids uh, are experiencing school in a much different way than what they would have anticipated. So how can the library help these families and teachers, especially for folks who may not have easy access to the Internet? So that's a really great question, and I'm glad, you know, I'm glad you asked. You know, our buildings are open. Our computers are um, accessible. Um, we do have some limited numbers of computers because of that social distancing, but we're finding ways. We've got laptops that we can have people use in the libraries if all of our PCs are, are uh, being used. People can make reservations to use um, the, the computers. But, you know, our Wi-Fi, we offer a Wi-Fi service that is free. It's in our buildings, but it's also just outside our buildings, and we're working very hard to improve some of that access, uh, and we're hoping to expand uh, how far outside our building our uh, Wi-Fi, uh, our Wi-Fi goes. And we know in some instances that it, it is not as, uh, as good as it might be inside the building, but, you know, when you don't have access or you're still on a dial-up access, which, believe me, there are sections of Erie County that still only have access to dial-up, you know, having that Wi-Fi accessible um, outside of our buildings is, is equally important. And we've had people, you know, sit in parking lots and, and use our Wi-Fi in the middle middle of the night, you know, because their child has said, oh, my gosh, I've got a research paper and it's due tomorrow, um, you know, tomorrow morning. And it's 11 o'clock at night when they're telling their uh, telling their parent this. I smile when I say that because I have kids. (laughs) You can relate. (laughs) I can relate. I absolutely can. So our Wi-Fi is on 24-7. It is uh, free. It is accessible outside of our buildings. But again, our buildings are open and our computers are accessible. So if people do not have access to the Internet, they should definitely check for those open hours of our libraries. Come on in. Feel free to use our computers. And we're going to help you out. And, you know, we also, if you don't know how to use a computer or you, you're looking for something in particular and you're struggling, we've got these great programs that we've figured out a way how to do this in a very safe and healthy fashion, whether it's social distance or electronically. And that's our book librarian or book technology trainer programs. You can still reserve an hour with a staff member so that you get that personalized library services. And we're going to help you with all kinds of things, whether it's, it's uh, helping you to locate information uh, on a particular topic or if it's learning how to use an e-reader so that you know how to download those books um, or other resources. So, again, some great programs that we've modified in order to uh, assure uh, comfort and safety for all that are involved. You're lending so much more than books, videos, music. You're lending a helping hand, Mary Jean. I really salute what you do at the library. And uh, we will take a quick break. We'll talk more with Mary Jean Jakubowski, the Executive Director of the Buffalo and Erie County Libraries. And uh, you're welcome to call, too, if you have a question about what Mary Jean is discussing or if you'd like to know something specific about the libraries. 803-1520, 803-1520. Carving out more slice right after this. Thanks for tuning in to Slice of Life. Now back to your hostess with the mostess, Brenda Alacy. Well, we are delighted to have a good friend of the show, Slice of Life, with us this week. Mary Jean Jakubowski, here we are, Mary Jean, in 2021, and you've been on the show numerous times. One of my favorite guests because there's such a wealth of information that you convey, and you have such passion about it. You must really enjoy your job. 
Oh, I absolutely. I'll tell you, even though this year's been extremely challenging and but it's been that way for everyone and we and I certainly recognize recognize that. I absolutely love my job. I enjoy coming in every day. I always say, you know, I've been here 29 years, and I always say, if I knew then what I know now, <laughs> what the libraries can, what the libraries have, and what the libraries can offer, it really is an amazing organization. And I always have to say, credit where credit is due, the staff the trustees, and all those who keep this library system and the libraries themselves going. They're the folks who deserve the credit. I just have the honor to be able to say yes or no to many <laughs> so many things. But truly, it's the folks who face the public every day and those people who really do those backroom uh, work services, uh, get the books processed to get on the shelves, do the ordering, maintain the business end of the library. They're the ones who really deserve the credit. So they make my job extremely enjoyable. And I'm sure you do a lot of that pivoting that we talked about earlier. Um, <laughs> Mary Jean, we talked about kids and how important it is for students in today's day and age with the pandemic. But what about help for uh, senior citizens, for instance, whether it's through online or databases? What would you uh, what would you tell folks who need a little help who are not in school? Well, absolutely. That's a really great question. And, you know, we're always exploring uh, new options for services. And we are going to launch something in, in just a little while for um, those who may be homebound, unable to uh, get into the libraries. Now, our virtual services, of course, are accessible, but we're looking to um, develop some additional levels of services. For our friends who are seniors, um, we definitely want them to know that our telephone lines are open. Um, our main line at 858-8900 can help get you to the services that you're looking for from the library, whether it be at your local library or here's something that is in the central library where my office happens to be situated. Um, most definitely, the, the book a librarian and book a trainer programs are very helpful. Um, a lot of our seniors, we get a tremendous amount of compliments on. Um, they've said, you know, my grandkids are out there. They want to use email. They, they want us to understand Facebook and Twitter and, and Instagram. Um, well, let me tell you, our staff is poised. We're going to help you to get to that level of comfort so that you can be um, you know, uh, impressing your grandkids uh, or, you know, some of the young persons or even your friends who may be using, uh, you know, those type of social media tools. We're going to help you out in how to learn that. Um, we're also going to give you connections. We get a lot of uh, a lot of folks who give us a call and they're, they're looking for a phone number of maybe it's a business or maybe it's, um, you know, a division of Erie County government or, um, you know, for some service that they're looking for. So um, we provide a lot of that. We also have a lot of helpful guides um, that help to, so if there's a topic you're interested in, in learning about, for example, genealogy is something we know a lot of our seniors are so interested in, in developing their family trees and looking into the histories of their family. We've got some great programs. Right now they're virtual, but we also have some programs that you can find, um, you know, through our website or you can give us a call and we've got staff poised to help on things of that nature as well. So 
Un- it unbelievable. The, it absolutely uh, yeah. run, runs the gamut. And so we're here for, you know, we're here for all. Um, we, we say that we're one of those organizations, starts right at birth, goes all the way through, uh, up until, um, well, we won't go to the up until. At the, yeah, <laughs> at we'll leave it at that. Time. But we're here for all ages. Mary Jean, uh, so many people have been impacted negatively by the pandemic uh, financially and in their careers, but I understand that the library is actually hosting in just a few days a virtual job fair. How does that yeah. work, and who and how would somebody access that information? So we are hosting a virtual job fair, and we have a multitude of businesses and organizations that are participating in this. Uh, the event is being broadcast live on Facebook. Uh, the information, again, can be found on our website, but let me just tell you um, that folks can go to www.facebook.com forward slash buffalo library dot central forward slash, and uh, they'll certainly be able to uh, uh, see the broadcast going on. Um, we also have some follow-up live workshops going on from 12 noon to 1 p.m. on the next day. That's Friday uh, the 15th. That information is also on our website. But we're very excited. This is our second virtual uh, job fair. We've had hundreds of people participate in these in our job fairs. The traditional kind, our, uh, our last virtual job fair, we had over 200 people participating. It's very exciting, um, and it's just a, simply a new way a comfortable way for everyone. You know, social gathering is so limited um, given the restrictions set forth from the state. We wanted to find a way to continue to provide these services, and doing this virtually has been extremely successful. So if you're out there looking for a job, you're out there looking to find out how to write a resume, you're out there looking for, um, you know, how to network and to, to find a job, Tune in to our virtual job fair. Again, information found at our website at www.buffalolib.org or give us a call at 858-8900. We've got about a, a minute and a half left, uh, Mary Jean, but I wanted to ask you about an exhibit that's uh, uh, a new exhibit at the Downtown Central Library, which is called B for Book. What is that all about? Oh, this is the most wonderful exhibit, and it is an exhibit, again, for all ages. Um, it is, uh, it is a, an exhibit that shows the evolution of children's books throughout the ages, um, some great things. We've got a huge mechanical book that uh, kids can, uh, can come in and they can, and they can work with. And we are taking those safety measures up here. Um, with that exhibit as well, cleaning things off, you know, wiping things down using um, the sanitizers and things. Um, it's also a, a great walk down memory lane. We've got the Dick and Jane books in there, and we've got the, you know, the <laughs> classic um, Harold and his Purple Crayon. And we've got an area set up for um, that people will know is familiar for Goodnight Moon, that wonderful, wonderful children's book that all of us are familiar. And there are so many parodies to that that we uh, we actually created um, a good night library poem. So we want people to come on in and take a look at that. That's at our central library. It is open all of the hours that the central library is open. Uh, we do we can offer uh, a, a very small a tour within those restrictions of the gathering. Um, we do ask that people social distance while they're up there. Of course, they have to wear their masks. But it is a beautiful exhibit. And it's something, you know, on, on a beautiful day like today, and we know the Bills are playing, but maybe 
you might want to come on down and, and take a look uh, at B is for Book. And again, that is, exhibit is open all the hours that the Central Library is open. Fantastic. And plenty of time to get down there before that 1 o'clock kickoff. Mary Jean, before we go, I want to salute a member of your staff that I work with closely, Joy Testis and Quino, sent me great information, is always responsive, uh, a reflection on you because uh, you really run a great uh, ship at the Buffalo and Erie County Public Library. To reach the library, it's 716-858-8900 or buffalolib.org, buffalolib.org. Mary Jean, thank you so much. Happy New Year. I look forward to talking with you again in 2021. Thank you so much, Brenda. Everyone stay safe, be well, and go Bills. Go Bills. You got it. Thanks to Jim Stelliano for running the board, and we'll be back next week on Slice of Life. Thanks for listening. Brenda will be back next Slice of Life on ESPN 1520.